to another episode of The Should Life. This is your host, Jessica Lee Lathe, and today we're talking about intuitive sobriety. Let's get into it. Oh, I'm back, y'all. Wow. It has been a minute, has it not? It's been a minute. I've missed you. This year has really thrown me some curves that I wasn't expecting, something that I will definitely be getting into now that I feel like I'm, I'm in a place where I can reflect and really speak to. But today, I'm just going to jump into it because you know what I hate? <laughs> I hate it when someone hasn't been around for a while, whether it's like a YouTube channel or podcast or whatever, and they spend like all this time kind of reflecting on and apologizing for not being as consistent as they were before as I'm like literally doing that. But I just want to jump into it. I just want to pretend like we're those friends where even if you haven't seen each other in a really long time, you just jump back into things like nothing has changed. That's us, right? That's us. That's how I see you. So today we are talking about this concept that I have coined called intuitive sobriety. Now, I have talked about my sober journey um, in episodes past, and recently I really felt called to this term intuitive sobriety. So maybe you've heard of Sober Curious. This is like a movement that has been kind of gaining traction over the last, I would say, like five years or so. And It's this concept of kind of figuring out where do I fit in the in the world of sobriety when I don't necessarily identify as having alcohol use disorder, which was previously referred to like being an alcoholic. Um, I don't really feel like I I align with having alcohol use disorder, but at the same time, I have reflected on my alcohol use. I don't find that it's necessarily serving me. It's not necessarily like making me, um, it, it's not helping me take steps to be this version of myself that I want to be. I actually think it's destructive. It's contributing to my feelings of anxiety or depression. And I want to live in a world that is frankly obsessed with alcohol without drinking, but I also don't necessarily feel called or aligned to call myself quote unquote sober because the other part of that is, well, what if I actually do really want to drink? And that comes from an aligned place because I don't feel like I have alcohol use disorder. It's not like once I have one, I can't stop, but I also don't necessarily want to drink. So, you know, where do I fall into that, into this world? How do I call myself? What do I call myself? Because of course, our minds and other people's minds are obsessed with titles, with kind of naming this thing. And that's for good reason, right? We want to understand where we fit in the world. And that is how intuitive sobriety or Um, sober curiosity has kind of found its place. It feels like it fits for a lot of people. And it felt like it fit for me for a while as well. 
until I started thinking about how I want to share my unique sober journey over the last two years. I cannot believe that. So I'm, I'm recording this in December 2023. In January 2024, it will be two years since I stopped drinking intuitively. And I'm going to explain this a little bit. So January 2022, let's let's go back a couple years. It was just another dry January or so I thought. I Every January for probably the five years before that, I had participated in dry January. Now there's like sober October, dry January, you know, these like themes where I feel like it's almost this vibe of like, hey, you don't have to explain yourself as much. All you have to do is say, oh, I'm practicing sober October. And then that peer pressure, that social pressure is kind of released because people are like, oh, cool, like detox. Oh, cool, like weight loss, whatever. Um, And that was kind of me. So every January for, you know, probably five years leading up to January of 2022, I had participated in dry January. And it was kind of what I told myself was this way to like detox after overindulging over the holidays, right? You always like leave November and December feeling puffy and feeling large and lethargic. And so it was kind of this thing to look forward to for me of January, dry January. And it's wild because when I reflect on it now, every year in January, when I practiced dry January, it was like the month ended and I felt refreshed. I felt focused. I felt more peaceful and more calm. And then what happens? February 1 and I just went back to drinking. It's like the thought of continuing to just not drink never, ever crossed my mind, ever. That is until <laughs> January of 2022. Um, and in January of 2022, something different happened. All of a sudden, throughout that month, I really felt my inner voice nudging me. And it really felt like this was coming out of nowhere because leading up to January of 2022, I had never wanted to stop drinking. I, you know, had heard of intuitive or I I had heard of sober curiosity, but it wasn't really something that I felt like was for me. But, you know, here are these inner voice nudges nonetheless. And so January 2022, same type of dry January experience where I felt like I was getting really great sleep. I was feeling very clear headed. And at the same time, my inner voice was getting louder and louder about this concept of sobriety, about this concept of maybe when this month is over, maybe we actually don't resume the drinking again. And as these things go, as the inner voice tries to get our attention on certain things, all these synchronicities started to show up in my life. Um, different podcasts, um, books on like Audible started to come up because I like to listen to a lot of Audible books. 
things on my Instagram feed. And it was like, this is really interesting. And I really actually started to question what were the benefits of continuing to drink? And I really, you know, I, I wasn't trying to dismiss this inner voice nudging. I wanted to actually sit with it because my experience has shown through my connection to my inner voice that if it's trying to communicate with me, I'm at least going to lean into this a little bit. I'm not going to just flat out resist what it's trying to tell me. And really the reasons (laughs) or the benefits of going back to drinking were short and they were frankly, like embarrassing. They were mostly related to other people, not really related to myself, what made me feel good, what was leading me to my next best step, what was leading me to this next version of myself that I wanted to be. No, it was all related in some degree to how others would perceive me or how others relate to me, how I felt when I was with other people, et cetera, et cetera. And I also had a lot of fear. Like the more that I thought, shit, like this could actually be something that I could do, the more that these fears started to creep in about the concept of potentially living an alcohol-free life. I still, I couldn't say sober. Um, That felt like something reserved for people who go to AA and for people who, um, you know, were like living in a, like falling into gutters, um, not being able to go to work, like all these very stereotypical um, concepts. So, you know, these fears started to come up around the concept of being alcohol free. These fears were like, can I have fun without alcohol? And what does that look like? (laughs) You mean if I decide to dance, I have to dance sober so I know what my body's doing or not doing or how ridiculous I look and what even more how ridiculous I feel? (sighs) Okay, what will my friends and family say? Not so much my family. My family's super supportive. Um, of, you know, pretty much everything that I do, but maybe more so my social circle and not even maybe friends, but just like associates, colleagues, um, just other peers. Like if I were to be out in a social setting with them, how does that work when I'm not drinking? Um, will the people in my life still stick around? Will they will I be boring all of a sudden, right? This goes back to like, can I have fun without alcohol? What if all of a sudden I'm a stick in the mud? What if all of a sudden I'm super boring and nobody wants to hang out with me anymore? Um, also like, what about times when I actually truly want a drink and it also feels aligned to have a drink? Like, am I allowed to do that? Do I need to have like one of those sober calendars? Like, do I need to be like listing off? I've been sober 90 days. Like, do I, is that a thing that now I have to do if I decide not to drink? All these questions started like showing up. And then, you know, other fears like, 
I love to have a glass of red wine with a lovely meal or when I'm watching a movie with my husband. So what about those types of experiences? Am I going to be settling for a less enjoyable life without alcohol? What am I ultimately, it's like, what am I giving up? What am I giving up really by saying that maybe come February 1, I'm actually not going to start drinking again. So all of these thoughts and fears and worries and anxieties were swirling around in my mind. And at the same time, this deep, present nudge of the inner voice was also present with me. So I have to tell you, I want to fast forward, right? Those were all of my fears, January 2022. And essentially, I decided to follow the nudge of my inner voice. And I told my husband, you know, I don't think I'm going to go back to drinking. And he was like, okay. So, you know, he still drinks. Um, Pretty much all of my friends still drink. And I just don't. And it has been perfectly fine. Um, Over the last couple of years, I've gone to my own bachelorette party, my own wedding, and had a fucking blast. Now, what about this transition from this sober curious stage or identity to this concept of intuitive sobriety? So I want I want to kind of explain what I mean by intuitive sobriety, because this is a sobriety that is completely guided by the inner voice. So, you know, my inner voice was the one that got me into continuing to not drink in the first place. And every step of the way, as you can imagine, since I, since inner voice is my jam, I continue to rely on and fall back on my inner voice every step of the way. So I cannot tell you that in these last two years, I have never had a drop of alcohol. That is not true. Um, over the course of the last two years, I've probably had, I don't know, six drinks. Um, and some of those drinks were very much in alignment with my inner voice. It was very much like I was able to be present. I was able to connect to my intentions and I was able to have an alcoholic beverage and feel really good and then move on. And there were other times over the last couple of years, some of these like six or so alcoholic drinks that I've had have been out of alignment, you know, as I was trying to figure this out. And it was a case where I was probably um, falling into that peer pressure and wanting to belong and wanting to, to feel some type of connection. And I had an alcoholic drink. And those are times when like all of those nasty effects of alcohol came rushing back to me and I felt sick and like totally ill. Like I wanted to die, I swear. Um, so it's been really interesting to observe the intuitive nature that comes with this concept of intuitive sobriety. Intuitive sobriety is not about you can never drink. 
intuitive sobriety is about your connection to your inner voice and your connection to alcohol. It is about continuously coming back to your alignment with your inner voice and how that relates to your desire to drink, if you're going to drink, um, and honoring that while you are drinking as well. So it is an absolutely beautiful gift that my inner voice has gifted me. If you would have told me (laughs) two years ago, that I will, I would be in this place where I'm not drinking and loving how I'm feeling and my connection to my emotions, feeling clear headed, waking up without a hangover. You like, I would have never, ever, ever believed you ever. I was, you know, drinking a couple glasses of wine every night, you know, one while I cooked one while I ate dinner. Um, you know, I loved a margarita. I also identified as being very health conscious and I'm very high achieving. And alcohol was also a part of both of those identities as well. And it's just the more that I am learning about alcohol and how it affects us. And the more that I have this deep connection to my inner voice, more importantly, and I connect to my higher self and how it identifies with my relationship and guides my relationship with alcohol, the less and less I need this drink to feel connection, to feel fulfilled, to feel happy, um, to feel anything. So why am I sharing this with you? Well, I'm sharing this with you because I want to pass this beautiful gift along to you. And right now we're in December. January is coming up. Maybe in December, maybe this December, you are really feeling like you're in it, like the drinks are flowing. And every time you turn around, there's another party or get together. And with that comes more alcohol. And maybe you have practiced dry January in the past. Maybe you haven't. But this January... January 2nd, actually, through the month of January, I am leading a virtual group program that is called Elevate, and it is an intuitively sober January. So this is going to be a virtual group. We are going to meet twice a week for the month of January, um, Tuesday nights and Sundays at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So Tuesday nights is going to be coaching calls. So we are going to be diving into deepening your connection with your inner voice and bringing awareness to your inner voice's connection to alcohol. So you're going to be figuring this out for yourself, um, like while you are being held in this group. So you're going to be with a group with other people going through the same thing as you as you deepen your connection to your inner voice, as you deepen your connection to alcohol and your relationship with alcohol. So that's Tuesday nights. Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., we are going to have mocktails and movement parties. This is going to be an hour, and we're going to be mixing up a mocktail because I'm thinking, okay, Sunday mornings was always like brunch and mimosas, right? So we can still have a fucking blast together 
living our best intuitive sober life, mixing up a mocktail and doing some movement. So this might look like um, a yoga practice. This might look like a dance party, whatever. Once again, it's going to be virtual, going to be via Zoom, but you are going to leave this group having a deeper connection to your inner voice, having a deeper connection to your relationship with alcohol, um, having some kick-ass mocktail recipes also, and experiencing being in your body. This also is not about shame. This isn't about you cannot have a drink for the entire month, but I really want you to explore what that feels like in the body. And we're definitely going to be diving into this in January of like, what does that feel like in the body for someone to actually give you permission to do the thing while you're also gaining awareness of your relationship of that thing, right? Instead of saying you cannot drink for the entire month. Like there is a very different energetic difference between showing up to something, being more passive and having someone say you can't do this for X number of days, cross every day off of your calendar and just get to February 1 versus, hey, come here. Let's join together. I want you to deepen your connection to your own unique inner voice and deepen your connection to what alcohol means to you. And let's also like get in our bodies together. Let's also share some cool recipes. You're also going to have unlimited Voxer support for the entire month. So Voxer is like a walkie talkie app. And so that means that we're not just connecting twice a week for the whole month. That means that anytime you have a question, anytime you have a revelation, anytime you have something you want to celebrate, or anytime that you have a difficulty, you can pop on Voxer, share it with the whole group, immediately get support from other people. Um, it's going to be so fucking fun. This is honestly the first program that I am really, really, truly excited about in a really long time, you guys, because this is something that I have walked through myself and it is really, really mind blowing, literally, <laughs> literally, literally blows the messages of the mind away when we can tap into our inner voice around this type of concept. And I'm so excited to share this with you. Um, the cost is $44. So I hope that you're able to gift this to yourself for the entire month of January. It starts January 2nd, goes through January 31st. Um, go to the link in the description or go to my website, nomoreshouldlife.com. That's nomoreshouldlife.com to sign up for yourself. If you have questions, as always, feel free to email me or drop me a DM on Instagram. So I... I'm not the same person that I was in January of 2022. I am a more deeply feeling, more deeply compassionate person. I have a deeper connection to my inner voice because I'm not in this fog of alcohol. I'm able to be more present in my friendships and in my marriage. And I feel more clear headed because I'm able to actually get good quality rest and sleep at night. And all of this is because of my intuitive sober journey. Um, I can't wait to continue to see how this unfolds for me. And if this feels aligned for you, I can't wait to see you in Elevate 
and Intuitively Sober January program. I love you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. This is your reminder that you are enough, you are worthy, and you are loved. You can find me over at Instagram at Jessica Lee Wellbeing. That's Jessica.LeeLeigh.Wellbeing and my website at nomoreshouldlife.com. If you are a recovering people pleaser, perfectionist like I am, and you're looking to activate your inner voice to claim your soul aligned life, send me a DM and let's get started. Thank you.